And hello again, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday night. It's five o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone. And that does mean it is time for the good news. Our weekly look at those good news stories that really just inspire me. And I believe you will find inspiration in as well. And if nothing else, it's a great conversation starter throughout your weekend. I trust you're going to find something here that warms your heart first up tonight we visit an old friend okay i've never met the man this is captain tom moore however we have reported on captain tom more than a couple of times on this program back when it was just an audio podcast back in uh, early 2020 in the early stages of the pandemic uh sir tom or captain tom known at the time started a campaign to raise money by walking across his garden It wasn't a very big garden because Tom is 99 years old at the time and walking across his garden a hundred times. Well, he didn't quite make the hundred times. uh, And not long after Captain Tom uh, made his transition. However, before that happened, uh, England gave him a knighthood. And so he is actually Sir Tom Moore before he made his transition. Now he did raise... Uh, close to almost uh, 40 million pounds, British pounds, that was donated to the British National Health Services. That's where he gets the knighthood as well. Well, here's what's going on. His family wants to keep the idea going, and so they have started an anonymous kindness campaign. It's called A Gift of Kindness, And the family hopes to celebrate the everyday acts of kindness that so often cost nothing to the giver, but mean so much to the receiver. There's a website that they've started and a bulletin board where you can go and post the random acts of kindness or even the intentional acts of kindness that have happened to you in your lifetime. Tom's daughter, Hannah, said, My late father, Captain Sir Tom, lived a long and fulfilled life that was brimming with joy, deep sorrow, love, loss, hope, positivity, and kindness. He truly believed in the fundamental goodness of humanity. With that in mind, a gift of kindness is a place to relate your kindness stories, to share joy and hope with others by recalling any small gift of kindness towards you or someone you know and how that felt. Kudos to Sir Captain Tom's family for doing all of this. Thank you, Hannah. There's a link inside the this article where you can go to sign up for the bulletin board. And, you know, we get most of our stories here from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Thank you, Diego. Our producer shows that uh, website for us. Uh, you can check out more of the good news stories over there and check out the story on, on Captain Sir Captain Tom. You'll find the link to the bulletin board as well. Yes, it is the holiday season, folks. And with that means it is gift giving time. Now, if you still need a last minute gift, I got great news for you. A recent study in the UK indicated uh, that a vast majority of people would welcome a pre-owned gift this Christmas. That means you can go grab something off the shelf, wrap it up, and re-gift it. A poll of 2,000 people who celebrate Christmas showed 19% expected to receive a secondhand gift this year, and 29% expected the practice to become more common in the future. More than half, 58%, would feel po- would feel positive about unwrapping a pre-owned item. 
and 46% said they would happily be give a pre-owned item as well. Regifting is big, folks. Always has been in this holiday season. Uh, might as well get on the train if that's uh, if you still need a last-minute gift. However, our next story is about an even bigger gift. These people are smiling because they work for a landscape company, Rupert Landscape Company, and landscaping in, ex specifically. And the, the Rupert Landscaping Company gave bonuses this year between $7,000 and $200,000. Every employee with a tenure over one year, as a thanks for the role they played in the company's growth and development, said the CEO. This included a total of 1,200 workers. And now it did include top leadership positions, that sort of thing. Uh, but the whole... The whole kit and caboodle added up to over $28 million. Now, the company did say that the normal end-of-year bonuses that they give were not deducted or altered by these gifts. Neither were any uh, matching health insurance, paid time off, holiday funds. Nothing else was touched. And uh, it was all announced during staff meetings recently. Everyone receiving this bonus was instrumental in helping create the value that we've been able to realize, said CEO Craig Rupert. This bonus is money that is well-deserved in a way for us to acknowledge the value of our team's contributions and the essential roles that they play in our company's future. Between seven grand and $200,000. What a great way to celebrate your people. And I tell you folks, you know, this is a time of love and light. It is a time of celebration. It is a time of, of rich tradition, both religious and spiritual and not. And it is also a time and a season of generous giving. And here on the Good News Network, we like to hear, I'm sorry, here on the New Thought Media Network, we get our stories at the Good News Network. Uh, here at the New Thought Media Network, we like to celebrate those stories as well and share in the win, in the ways that people are so very, very generous. Kudos. Kudos, kudos, kudos to Rupert Landscaping. Hey, here's an interesting story that, that we found. If you have problem with short-term memory, hey, and who doesn't it sometimes, laser light therapy might help. It has been shown to be effective in, in improving short-term memory, according to a new study. Scientists show, showed that this therapy, which is non-invasive, could improve short-term memory in people by 10% or even up to 25%. Study was conducted by the University of Birmingham in the UK and Beijing Normal University in China. Uh, it's called transcranial photobiomodulation. And basically, what's happening is there is a laser light applied to the right prefrontal cortex. Now, please. Do not go try to do this yourself, folks. Uh, this is really, uh, really cutting edge kind of stuff here. Please don't shine lasers into your eyes, trying to beam into your brains or any of that stuff. Uh, it's a very early study. Uh, the right prefrontal uh, cortex is widely recognized as important for working memory and the experiment shows that working memory improved among the research participants after several minutes of treatment 
They were also able to track the changes in brain activity using an EEG monitor and during treatment and testing. Early stages, we'll keep an eye out on this and keep you informed here through the good news on the New Thought Media Network. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Let some of our sponsors say hello and uh, allow me to get a quick drink of water. But don't go away. We're coming right back. We've got more great news for you to share and for us to share with you here on New Thought Media Network. We'll be right back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Watch me change when you change the way you look at things. The things you look at change. Here on a Friday evening, it is the 16th of December, 2022. I want to thank you so much for being with us here this evening, folks. Uh, it is a great holiday season. We will be here next week as well in preparation for the holiday and on the 30th of the month as well. So plan to stay with us every Friday night through the remainder of the year and moving into next year as well. And that reminds me, if you have a good news story you'd like to share with us, please send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. Perhaps you've seen a story you think we should cover, or maybe you'd like to be a guest or a host on our program. I'm not here every week. We do have a my, our dear friend, Reverend Barbara, uh, who does uh, guest hosting for us here on the New Thought Media Network. And coming in 2023, we're going to see Reverend Barbara more often uh, on a regular basis here on The Good News. So we can look forward to that. That's going to be really, really fun. Uh, looking forward to that as well. All right. Our next story Good news coming out of Barbados. Now, uh, the program that we're called is called Blue Bond. And I'm just learning about these. This is a pretty interesting idea. Uh, Blue Bonds are a way to take a nation, specifically generally small uh, island nations that actually have more natural resources in the sea than they do on land and aren't always able to pay to cons for conservation of the marine life and of the marine habitat. So what happens is a group comes together and it's a debt for, for nature refinancing problem uh, program, excuse me. So I, basically what happens is uh, the island nation of Barbados is going to unlock $50 million of funding for conservation of its marine ecosystem. What happens is people come in and they buy Barbados's debt, national debt, and then refinance it at a lower rate. And Barbados agrees to use the savings to finance that ecosystem uh, preservation. This, was, this has been tried before. This is not a new idea. It worked in the Seychelles. 
Uh, and the Seychelles were able to protect more than 158,000 square miles thanks to blue bond financing arrangements that happened but back in 2016. Jennifer Morris, CEO of the Nature Convert Conservancy, said, we believe that innovative debt transactions coupled with science and marine planning, like our blue bonds for ocean conservation strategy, can achieve protection and improved management of more than 4 million square kilometers of the planet's ocean. A 15% increase in the current amount of global marine protection. Yeah, that's by Jennifer Morris, the nature uh, CEO of the Nature Conservancy. I love this story, folks. Save the ocean. Save the ocean. I love it. And save the whales. And save the dolphins. And let us be good stewards of the planet upon which we live. And that is going to take ra sometimes radical ideas of how to make it happen. Radical ideas of how we can finance what's happening. That's the point. That That is in many ways what we do as humans is be able to take a look and imagine, envision, if you will, a different reality. Something that's uh, that we want to see or want to experience. And here on the New Thought Media Network, uh, we... You hear it, and specifically on this program, the good news, you see us, we cover, and we talk about it all the time. Whether it's ocean cleanup, ocean preservation, marine life preservation, our oceans are more than the landmass of this planet. And we must, we must do our part to preserve that. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox out here. Folks, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Before we take a break, I have one more story I want to share with you uh, before we take a break here tonight. This is a great story. Actually, I think I have two more stories I want to share before I take a break. Let's talk about a tiny village in Belgium. Now, this uh, small, res uh, 165 residents in this town, Olman, in Belgium, uh, one of the residents regularly organizes people, Wim van Brockenhoven, excuse me if I pronounce that improperly, uh, regularly organizes the town to contribute towards a lottery pool and everybody goes together. And generally it's about 15 uh, euros, about $20 American. Well, they hit it big, folks. Nine hundred and fifteen thousand dollars per U.S. per person. It was a hundred and fifty million dollar U.S. payout. It was called the it's the Euro Jackpot Lottery. Uh, it's around eight hundred and seventy thousand euro per household. Uh, it doesn't say how they get to pay it out. Whether they could choose euros or dollars or whatever. Uh, a Euro million spokesman told Reuters it was the first time in Belgium that such a big group had won so much money. Uh, the entire village, about 900, almost a million dollars per person, per person in this tiny village. It's going to change things. Residents say that they're going to go on vacation. Uh, and others say that they're going to do good in the world. I think every we all have a little bit, everybody, if that kind of money, you get a little bit of an opportunity to do a little bit more good in the world. 
congratulations uh, to the residents of Olden, Belgium. And hey, big huge kudos to the fire department of South Kalispell, Montana. Uh, their volunteers and neighbors came together. Animal control officers came together because what happened is four horses uh, fell through the ice and needed to be rescued. Uh, they included tractors, about a dozen people, including firefighters, staff from the Flathead Animal Con An uh, County Animal Control, neighbors all worked to free the horses. They tried everything from pan pontoons to pallets uh, to other pieces of wood to creating a ramp. Then they tried to pull the horses, and that's them there pulling the horses out of the water. Uh, working to hopefully not break the, the legs of the animals. Eventually, all animals were able to be freed. All the horse, all four horses were taken to a veterinary clinic and checked out. They received care and were given a clean bill of health. More good news stories coming from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Folks, if you want to learn more about uh, where we find our stories, please head on over to the goodnewsnetwork.org. Give those folks the love and attention they deserve. Give them a like, just as you might give us a like. You can find links in the show's in this show's description. All right, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, let our sponsors say hello and thank you and all that good jazz. I'll be back in just a moment with more good news here on New Thought Media Network. It's Friday night. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Media Network is on the rise. We're looking to grow with you. Do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn? Are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention? We share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org. here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm so grateful to be with you here this evening. And hey, before we uh, before we wrap it up for the evening, I want to remind you uh, that later tonight, we've got our good friend, Reverend Michael Mangus, here with the Fireside Chat. That starts at 6 o'clock. So right after this is over, please go grab something to eat, grab a drink, and come on back Join us for the Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. He talks about the current news stories of the day. It's a great program. Plan to join us for that. 
All right, more news stories here for you now. A little bit of technical difficulty. So Brother Diego is going to show us a picture of Scruff here. However, my notes for this story completely disappeared. But what I do know about Scruff and what I'm sure you can uh, uh, discern from the picture is that Scruff uh, has a very important job. Scruff and his parents used to take their walks, and when they did, he would invariably, uh, as a puppy, find a, a plastic bottle, treat it like a toy, and kind of chew on it and take it from one place to another, but eventually he would leave it somewhere. And uh, there's his delightful owners, and I'm sorry, I don't have their names as that was on the, the uh, link that I lost. And uh, but they would realize, well, we don't want people to think we're littering and our dogs leaving plastic bottles. So they trained Scruff to bring the bottles to them and they began to bring home the bottles from their walks and their adventures. Uh, this is just a small collection of the amount of plastic that Scruff has cleaned up from his neighborhood. Scruff the Recycling Dog. You could not write this, folks, but it is a good news story. I think it's one of those great heartwarming stories uh, in a philosophy that teaches we are all one. That must go on beyond the human experiences and the humans in our life. It must. We must recognize that that includes our furry creatures, our pets, uh, and the wild animals across this planet. So uh, good job, Scruff. Kudos to Scruff. I like that. Hey, here's a here's one about a human, though. Uh, this is Talia Thomas. Uh, Talia was is is the manager of a Minnesota liquor store. And one day as she was working, she saw a, a gentleman, a homeless gentleman, an unhoused gentleman outside the door. On security camera, and he was putting a couple of uh, of wrapping his feet with cardboard boxes. Well, Talia, who's better known as Ace in the neighborhood, wouldn't have that. She said, "Quote: It was an easy decision." She said, "Nobody ever gave me." Sh and she, what she did is she ran out. And she gave the gentleman her shoes, not just any shoes, the shoes off her feet. Uh, and they happened to be a pair, a pair of purple Air Jordans that were one of her favorites. The gentleman who received the shoes said he never said anybody would ever give shoes. He said, nobody would ever give me shoes like that. And I said, well, I'm not everybody. That's a quote by Thomas, excuse me. Uh, the, the man was very, was very gracious. It's all caught on video camera. Well, of course, Ace's manager heard of what was going on and decided that, well, that just couldn't stand. So, he went out and decided to get her some new Air Jordans and then tried to raise and wanted to raise some money to buy her some new Air Jordans. But at that point, he found out that Ace uh, was supporting her mother and her mother was sleeping on Ace's bed. Ace would sleep on the floor. Her boss decided, well, let's not do the sneakers thing. We'll get you some other shoes. Let's put some of that money towards getting you another bed. And making sure everybody's got a comfortable place to sleep. The circular nature of life. And, and giving freely. There is a saying I hear in New Thought. Freely I give and graciously I receive. And this is a story that expresses that exactly. Freely Ace gives. And abundantly she receives.
Kudos, young lady. Good job. Good for you. Happy for you. Hey, folks, this next story is a little silly, but I like it. Uh, L.A. County, California, recently, the Department of Animal Control and Care recently uh, issued its very first and so for only license, a permanent unicorn license. Yep, that's right. Uh, a young lady named Madeline wrote in and said she'd like to have a license to keep a unicorn in her backyard if I can find one. She got a letter in response. Now, there are some stipulations the unicorn must be cared for in compliance with all animal caretaking regulations set forth in Los Angeles County Code Title 10. The unicorn is given regular access to sunlight, moonbeams, and rainbows. The, the, the unicorn must be fed one of its favorite treats, watermelon, at least once every week. The unicorn's horn must be maintained to be in good health. This requires polishing at least once a month with a soft cloth. And any, and any sparkles or glitter used on the unicorn must be non-toxic and biodegradable to ensure the unicorn's good health. What a cute story. Wouldn't it be cool to have a backyard unicorn? I think it would. I think it'd be a great story. Congratulations, Madeline. Good for you. Live in your dreams. Live the imagination. Live in the truth. I love it. Hey, our last story tonight, folks. We're going to wrap this up with the good news. Uh, and what I want you to know is this one's kind of fun. Uh, now, we've all heard the story of somebody that returned a lost library book. This one happened after 47 years. It happened in Washington County at their library in Minnesota there. Uh, 47 years later, the anonymous returner uh, sent along a $200 check to make up for it. Uh, they said, in the mid-70s, I was living in Lake Elmo and working on an old Mercedes-Benz. I took out this book for reference. A few months later, I moved, and apparently the book got packed up in the move. 47 years later, I found it in a trunk with other interesting things from the 70s. It's a little overdue, but I thought you might want it back. My apologies to anyone in Lake Elmo who is working on an old Benz in the late 47 years. I probably can't afford the overdue charge, but I will send you enough for another book. I uh, did send $200. You know, we did the quick math at five cents a day, 47 years. That's up to about $875. I think the 200 bucks will buy the book. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Anonymous, sir, I, I assume. Excuse me. Thank you to whoever returned this book. Uh, what a great story. What a great reminder. Uh, folks, it's never too late to make amends for a mistake we might have made years ago. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now. I want to thank you for being a part of the New Thought Media Network. If you're one of our contributors, thank you so much for that. Please do like, share, and subscribe. And remember, tune in again at 6 for Pastor Michael Mangus and the Fireside Chat. I'm Rev. Robert. Until next time, I wish you all the best, and I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. 
Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation.